0: Yeah, I mean,
1: first of all, I just want to thank God, man. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Burrow my ass! Yeah. Woo! It's Mahone's house!
2: <laughs> I think the first thing I should say is I hate you both.
1: Hey, I've got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You gotta fight for your right! windows my whole career. Our guys did a great job of not going that direction. Their mayor said it all. So I'm glad our mayor just did what he did, and some people heard it.
0: Come on! The guys were probably the most pumped up I'd seen them going
1: into a football game.
0: A lot of trash talk coming from a lot of different places. I think no one picked us to win. If so, it was like 5% of people. Um, and uh, we think we've built up enough respect to have a chance to go out and win every game. So uh, whenever you feel like you're the underdog, when you're playing at Arrowhead Stadium, it gets guys ready to go.
1: It just crush my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one.
3: All right, we'll get into the mayor of Cincinnati. I was gonna say, do you know what this was? was? Well Bischoff's briefs. I okay, got you because covered. This Ed. is I got you I, covered. I
0: heard Kelsey last night. I'm like, boy, I really even Bonnie's like, Boy, what'd the mayor say? Like, <laughs> I God, got you covered.
3: Don't worry. Um, I'm glad Jared pulled the sound of Mahomes talking about being an underdog. Yes, no respect. Technically, unlike Tuesday they were an underdog for about 48 hours and then Mahomes didn't limp and yes <laughs> they were no longer an underdog i it's not it's not as bad as the georgia bulldogs
0: no it's no, not it's, as bad as georgia everyone thought we were going
3: 7 and 5 who had one player say everybody said they're going 7 and 5 but what are the chiefs doing like come on come on they're like yeah okay you were underdogs for 48 hours because mahomes had an ankle yeah. injury but other, once he walked, he didn't even, nobody even saw him run. Once he walked out of a press conference, people were like, oh, we'll bet on the Chiefs. So and
0: I just love the fact they know what the spreads are. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. They're very up on those things. A
3: little little bit of a, a fake chip on the shoulder yeah. from the Chiefs uh, there. And I'm curious to see if they do it again in the Super Bowl because the Eagles are currently favorites. So. They're yeah, favorite. Nobody believed in the Chiefs still. Fun fact. If the Eagles win the Super Bowl. The quarterback of the Super Bowl champion will be younger than the quarterback of the college football national champion, <sighs>
0: who got into some trouble over there He
2: weekend. did. Wait, He got arrested for public intoxication? public intoxication
0: in Dallas. He's twenty-five. I know. Come on, that's you, you should be you should be done with that.
2: You should be able to handle your liquor at the very <laughs> least.
3: <laughs> do we wait? Do we treat him in this scenario like he's twenty-five? Where if you if you knew a normal twenty-five-year-old who had been out of college for like three years got arrested for public intoxication, and be like, dude, what are you doing? Or do we treat him like, oh, he's finishing his final year of college. Of course, he's drunk and walking around in public.
0: I can only say from personal uh, personal experience here, if I ever get that call, the money's shut off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, but I, I will say from personal experience, the key is to not let them get the call and get the money to get out of it before they find out. Yeah, don't you got to Don't you got to get them
3: out first, and then the money shuts off? Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe it'd be good to You're stay let them sit, them sit there. They oh, that's sit a parenting there for a move. Day? That's a
2: parenting move. It comes up as like pin period, like uh, of <laughs> the city. Like you you would never you wouldn't know that I just bought a bond. So I hope you don't give them debit cards. Do they
3: have the credit card or debit card information to buy things online?
2: Yes. Like, do they have oh, it memorized? They, oh, they're going to go, yeah, I had to go to this weird bookstore. <laughs> Why was it $1,200? <laughs> I know. Books, Books are, are outrageous. outrageous. Right?
0: Yes, they have, they they have are. those. They were expensive they when
2: those. I was in college. Ridiculous. And they, they have limits
0: Yeah. on the cards. Oh, they have limits. Okay. So when it gets down... Well, that's uh, why they give
2: you a phone call when you go in.
0: Yeah, it's re upped each whatever the date is. Okay, like, you know, and uh, we get calls when they're low. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. No, you got four days. You got four days. So, to eat more ramen. So the real key
3: for a grainy child is to get arrested after it after it re ups, <laughs> not right before <laughs> it re ups. That's the key. There. That's right. All right. Um, in the NFC Championship game, which we didn't get to earlier in the show because uh, refs and whatever the Eagles blew out the 49ers 31 to seven Brock Purdy hurt his elbow. Josh Johnson, the backup got a concussion in the league. Um, No, he should be in the league. Hasn't he
0: been around? He's he's the pride of a university of San Diego. He's been around for a long time forever. Um, I enjoyed some, I can't remember who somebody
3: tweeted yesterday. Josh Johnson has played for every football team, except my fantasy team.
0: Yeah, (laughs) he's been around forever. (laughs) Uh, So Josh Johnson came in
3: as a backup. He got a concussion. So Brock Purdy had to go back into the game. Brock Purdy played uh, basically the entire second half and threw two passes despite the 49ers trailing by multiple scores for the entire second half. That's because he had an elbow injury and they didn't think he could actually throw the football. So they didn't have him throw the football and the Eagles easily beat the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. Should we make anything of the Eagles path to the Super Bowl where they got to play Daniel Jones and the Giants blowout win Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson and the 49ers blowout win should we make anything of that when it comes to winning the actual Super Bowl against the I
0: might say yes if I didn't see them in the regular season because they were really really good in the regular season so not the not the most difficult path but I still think they're really really good when you go 14 and three and you're the best team in your conference and you get
3: the one seed this is kind of sort of what's supposed to happen. Yeah. This is kind of the point of being the best team yeah. in the regular season is you get the easiest possible path. Now, Purdy getting hurt in game and then Josh Johnson getting hurt and Purdy not like that's an extreme scenario that most teams don't get. But getting to play the worst team in round two and then hosting the conference championship game. That's the whole is point. what you're supposed to do. That's a reward for being really good in the regular season. And I don't think it matters that much. I don't think it matters that they played nobody for in these two games, essentially. They got the path that the one seed is supposed to get, an easier path. And now they're sitting here in the Super Bowl. And it's all because they were really good yeah, in the regular, in the regular season. season. And the NFC didn't really have a great number two team. The 49ers were very, very good. But without a quarterback capable of throwing the ball, it didn't really matter. So there wasn't really a truly great number two option. Uh, in the NFC this year, and so the Eagles took advantage of that Man. and won the conference.
0: I wanted to see McCaffrey a quarterback more than just the one play. So I was confused I thought it'd be a kind little of bit. Cool to watch it.
3: So first off, if you're the Niners and Brock Purdy cannot throw the he ball, he can't
0: throw the ball. He even warming up in the sideline. He's like touching his elbow. He can't throw.
3: There's zero reason to put him in the game right. because all he's doing is turning and handing off and doing <laughs> and nothing. Guess what? They
0: figured that out. Right.
3: Whereas if if you just go Wildcat snaps to McCaffrey, yeah. Debo, and Kyle Juszczyk, you at least are adding a blocker into the backfield, right? It's still going to be predictable, but hell, McCaffrey probably could have thrown it better than Purdy at that point. So I didn't understand why Purdy, why they didn't just snap it directly to McCaffrey, Juszczyk, or Samuel. The other part that was confusing, and I don't know that we ever got a good like report from uh, Fox on this, but... They kept showing a couple of times Christian McCaffrey holding his helmet and talking to people, and it looked like they were trying to, like, hey, can McCaffrey get a speaker in his helmet to get the Mm -hmm. play call from the offensive coordinator, which would have been the best if all of a sudden McCaffrey's getting the play call in and now telling his teammates. But at the same time, did you really need that? Because you're not calling your normal offense with McCaffrey in the game. It's going to be, all right, uh, catch the snap,
0: and either you run it or give it to Debo Samuel. (laughs) All right, and that would have been the call in the huddle, Devo.
2: You're getting yes. the ball on two. All Ready, right, coach, to play one or play two? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> play three. Oh, I get to pick. <laughs> and just and it's not even on the headset. You just look over and he's like putting up a one, two, or three. Right. So that was it. Was weird because I it
3: looked like that. What that's what they were trying to do. But then he, I mean, he took one snap in a wildcat where he wanted to throw it, and or he did throw it. No, and he it threw was, it to
0: nobody. Yeah,
3: but I don't know. That was I. I have a hard time really blaming Kyle Shanahan and the Niners for not doing that because I don't think that would have made a difference, but it still would have been smarter than Purdy walking out
0: there. Yeah. They picked up on the fact he couldn't throw very quickly.
3: <laughs> I, I wish the Eagles at one point would have put all 11 defenders in the box, like not even cover the receivers <laughs> out wide. Just put them in the box and say, all right, go ahead. Can this
2: guy they throw, throw more ball? than five yards? Yes.
3: And see if he could or not. Because they were up by three scores. They, or, oh, they cut the lead to two scores. It would have been fine. So that was fun. Similar question, though, about Jalen Hurts as it was about the Eagles. Two games in the playoffs. Uh, 121 yards against the Niners. 154 against the Giants. He has completed 31 passes total in two games.
0: Yeah. Is but...
3: Jalen Hurts good? Is, is the conversation going into and then possibly after the Super Bowl about Jalen Hurts being good? And the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, or are we talking well, about Jalen Hurts not being good enough? Isn't he going to be
0: compared to the next guy, which is un, you know somewhat unfair? Right. He's going to be. This is all, for two weeks. That's all we're going to hear. Yep. That. So if you took the Eagles as a
3: team, and the reason I said I thought they were going to win the Super Bowl before the playoffs started, if you try to find like what's their weakness, the weakest part of their team is their run defense, which is. Not even bad. It's just average. They're really they're a really good rushing offense. They've been a really good passing offense. They've been a really good pass defense. But their rush defense is about average. If that's your weakness, I'm not too worried about it. Right. Especially when you play the Chiefs who they do not do not run well. Right. But the other weakness I think you could point to, and weakness might even be the wrong word, but the other weakness you can point to is simply Jalen Hurts is not Patrick Mahomes. And the way You do gotta hold that against it. the way football works, that might be enough to lose a Super Bowl. They've got a better pass rush than Kansas City. They've got a better secondary than Kansas City. They've got a better running game than Kansas City. They've got a better offensive line. The only thing there's two things the Chiefs have better than the Eagles in this game. Their tight, tight end is better. What better. And Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback on earth. Yeah. And that second one. Is probably enough for Kansas City to actually win the Super Bowl, and we might sit down after Jalen Hurts plays perfectly fine and say, "Well, it's tough to win with Jalen Hurts at quarterback," which is an insane thing to say, but Patrick Mahomes exists, so it might be realistic. Yeah. <laughs> I almost
0: feel bad for other quarterbacks in the league. Well, especially if they're going up and they're compared to him. Yeah, like
3: if you're not like if you're not one of the like top five or six guys. Hurts is in, Hurts is an MVP finalist. Yeah. And there's a genuine chance that they lose the Super Bowl because he's not Patrick yeah. Mahomes, which is an insane thing to think is a real
2: criticism. Did you see the but throw to Scantling? <laughs> that was just a—he just falls down in the end zone. Yeah. Oh, that throw I don't. Th- th- I don't think I've seen the throw. Just
0: throw it through his stomach? Off the off the uh, high ankle sprain as well. Yeah, just a,
2: a laser.
0: Dart. It's sometimes it's stupid. Yeah,
3: It is. Oh, it is. Absolutely is. 100%. Patrick Mahomes is ridiculous. Even when he's on a bad ankle and didn't play it very well. It was dinking the ball several yeah. times. And yeah. he didn't really play all that well against Cincinnati. There's still like four or five moments where you're like,
2: oh, damn, that guy's yeah. really good. How many times while getting pulled down to the ground did he, like... Hey, they called a sack on one of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they did. Was it... I assume the running back's, like, call was just get out there. If they get to me too early, I'm going to try to volleyball (laughs) set the ball to you. Oh,
3: I'm under the impression that if you play for the Chiefs and you run a route, you count to three, maybe four, and then you just have to turn around and say, where's Patrick? Because the ball might be coming at my face from a weird angle. Right. And you better catch it. Because if you don't, everybody's going to be mad at you for not catching his underhanded
2: throw. Or in the case of Tyreek Hill in the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers, he hits you in the face mask multiple times. <laughs> it happens. It's hard to hard to catch.
3: All right. Coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs. Well, I'll tell you why Travis Kelsey was mad at the Cincinnati mayor. All right. Bischoff's Briefs today is a very important topic to get into. So post-game, Chiefs are getting the ch- uh, trophy for winning the AFC championship. And Travis Kelsey got the mic. And Travis Kelsey had some words for the mayor of Cincinnati. Hey!
1: got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You gotta fight for your
0: right to
3: body. First off, Travis Kelsey's going to be insane if they actually win the Super Bowl. He's already won one. I know. <laughs> it's like... If I'm the mayor of Philly, I'm like, I don't know if I'm saying anything. So here's what happened. Earlier in the week, the mayor of Cincinnati posted a video on Twitter where he was reading like a fake proclamation. You know, those weird proclamations governments do where it's like, whereas and hereby and all that type of stuff. And in this fake proclamation, you know, he called it Burrowhead Stadium and stuff like that was doing a little bit of trash talking, which is, you know, normal, weird mayor stuff. But the part that uh, apparently annoyed Travis Kelsey and I assume the rest of the Chiefs is that in that proclamation, the mayor of Cincinnati said that Joe Burrow needs to take a paternity test to see if he is Patrick Mahomes' father.
0: Wow, kind of creative, though. A little bit. I give him I give a him credit creativity. for uh, the city of Cincinnati proclamation. That's a little that's a little creative. I like that. And I'm guessing that's
3: what ticked off. Kelsey, and yeah. I assume the rest of the
2: Chiefs. Yeah, the Burrowhead was a lot of people were saying that. I mean, guys the, Ch- the Chiefs players were ending their press conferences with I'll see you at Burrowhead. Yes. they enjoyed that very much. See, they enjoyed that
3: because it is a very good nickname. Yes. It is an yeah. excellent, easy, rolls off the tongue
0: nickname. And, I also thought. And um, we're
2: going to sack him. <laughs> a I also lot. Thought, uh,
0: Mahomes saying, I don't know if we have any cigars <laughs> around here, but yeah, that, we'll that was excellent win. too. That was excellent. That was excellent.
2: So, And then his dad being caught later going, I don't know, but it's uh, I guess it's one of Joe Burrow's smoking a cigar. Was his dad smoking one? <laughs> yeah, Patrick Mahomes Sr. <laughs> was smoking a cigar.
3: So I think I'm at a point where uh, these two teams need to play in the playoffs every yes. year. Yes. Yes. I mean, there's other good quarterbacks and good teams, right? I want to see Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson, Josh. Like, those teams are good, and those quarterbacks are fun, and they'll be fun to watch if they play each other in an AFC title game.
0: But there's a lot of
3: hatred here.
0: Yeah, and I think it's built up because he was 3-0 and going in against them. Yeah. That he had beaten them every time.
3: So I I enjoy this, and I think if can, can we get um, over the next decade – Four or, four or five, five more matchups yep. between the Bengals and the Chiefs. That could be very fun. I would enjoy that. They might they might really hate each other. Now, the problem is, like, in seven or eight years from now, it'll be Mahomes, Burrow, like, maybe Jamar Chase, and the rest of the rosters will be turned <laughs> over. Maybe Travis Kelsey will show up on his podcast and be on the sideline <laughs> yelling at people. Shut but, your but, like, mouth, you in, jabroni. In seven years, the quarterbacks will still be going against <laughs> each other, but not everybody else, right. so... Just just have Travis Kelsey with a microphone post game interview on TV, even if he's not playing after every Bengals Chiefs yeah. games, because I'm sure he'll be entertaining even when the Chiefs lose. Might just be sad, but it'll still
2: probably be entertaining. I mean, the premise of his podcast is him and his brother are entertaining. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And very weird. <laughs> uh, the but here's the here's the weird
3: part to me. Kelsey yelling at the mayor. Wasn't even the weirdest thing to happen on the stage after a team won their conference championship. Terry Bradshaw made Jalen Hurts sing the Eagles fight song. Yeah, I was going to pull know that, but it was well, so yeah. cringy. It's all—I mean, it's only there's only like twelve words. Fly
0: Eagles, fly. it's like Fly Eagles, fly. fly
3: on the road to victory. There's one other line I can't remember, and then you spell out Eagles. So it's not hard to learn. I G G L E, but. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, Bradshaw basically put Jalen Hurts on the spot. Here's the mic. I'm going to start it. You sing the rest of the fight song for the entire crowd. And credit to Jalen Hurts. He did a fine got job done. saying the whole thing. I mean, the crowd joined in, obviously. But what the hell's Terry Bradshaw doing?
2: <laughs> we don't want to see parties. Jalen
3: Hurts sing that.
2: Obvious Terry Bradshaw has the lyrics on the card in front of him. <laughs> I, he, I,
3: he didn't. He just said, "Fly eagles, fly!" and handed the mic over. He didn't even sing the lyrics. He just said, "Here you go." And they're all flapping song. their
0: hands like eagles.
3: Oh yeah! Oh, they're that's they're the funniest their hands. part. They're all flying away. When they show the owner of the eagles over there flapping his arms yes, like a exactly. dumb bird, <laughs> it's great. That's the worst thing that actually happened on the stage. Here's another question. You uh, you're a diehard fan of a team. Big. You're not playing. One of your biggest rivals wins a game, and uh local landmark <laughs> lights up in the colors of that team. God. Are you marching down there to tell them to change the colors?
0: I'm not marching down there. I might be on Twitter. ripping, Yelling it. at them? Yeah, I might be yelling at them. That was very strange.
3: Empire State. For those that don't know, the well, did Empire State
0: they light State it up building. for
2: anything else? So yes. Here's, they, here's they light it they up for this. like everything. It was genuinely when I lived in New York. eh. Yeah. Why what why is why it purple is it tonight? Purple and orange.
3: So Empire State Building after the Eagles win lights up in green. And they tweeted out congratulations to the yeah. Eagles, whatever. And you know, it's a town where the New York Giants play. Yeah. Well, technically they play in New Jersey, but close enough. And uh apparently that angered some New York Giants fans because there was a uh tweet from uh who was what was this reporter's name? I can't remember his name. Uh Mark Gooden. Who said that? I'm here at the Empire State Building, where an angry mob of New Yorkers has descended. (laughs) They are demanding the building lighting be changed from green, and they want the person who tweeted it to be fired.
2: (laughs) The best response I saw was the like Metropolitan Building Commission, which we gotta control what place, what committees have Twitter accounts. But they went, man, all the other buildings used to look up to you. Uh, the
3: Empire State Building did.
2: Didn't it change to red? It changed yes. to red after the, <laughs> after Chiefs, the Chiefs won. It a cover your ass move. <laughs> right. Um,
3: so, yeah. But uh, if I were a Giants fan, I don't think I would be very happy about that.
2: Like, I'm like, trying no. to I'm As trying a to Cowboys fan, it'd be like the, them turning one of the strip clubs in Dallas green. Green. Yeah, exactly. like...
3: <laughs> like, if the uh, high roller lit up blue here after nevada went to the final four or if they did something After like they that, they won the cannon right people here would be furious oh, yeah. with that now i don't know if they're marching down to the high roller to demand it be changed because locals don't like to go to the strip or pay for parking it's ridiculous uh but that's a base basically the, the local comparison
0: yeah that's yeah. a good one that's, that's a good, one. good i don't i mean raiders golden well the raiders aren't going to the Super Bowl anytime soon do the we golden really consider Knights, the raiders a local team <laughs> that's a good
2: point. Golden Knights, who, but, who, like, do yeah, they even
0: have a right? What, the Shark? I mean, there's really yeah. no,
2: there's the nothing with the cap. Golden Knights. Yeah, that's their, their rival. rival. If Toshiba Plaza blasted Baby Shark after the Sharks <laughs> win, the uh,
3: the Golden Knights the arrivals are the salary cap and former fired coaches and former traded players. Like Gerard Gallant, Pete DeBoer, Alex Tuck are their biggest rivals. All of
2: whom do very well. They're very good. They're very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a one-sided rivalry. <laughs> yeah. It's
3: not going well for the Golden Knights. All right. Coming up next here on ESPN Las Vegas, Ben Coates joins the show.
1: Yes! <laughs> push. <laughs> Al pomo, ponle la tapa al pomo. The push push y los Eagles se va ganar 27 por 7. El push push. Una yarda. Y los Eagles poniendo la distancia en el marcador. Jalen Hurts a volar, amigos. El cuarto touchdown de los Eagles por el suelo. Le dijeron a la defensa número uno de la NFL por el suelo. Aquí tiene lo tuyo. Ahí va Elliot
0: Text Granny and Bischoff at 69187 with the word ESPN.
3: Before we get to Ben, uh, Adam Candy was on the show a couple weeks ago. He tried to pioneer the phrase cheek sneak to explain the Jalen Hurts quarterback sneaks where he gets pushed from behind by multiple teammates is cheek sneak or tush push better I like tush push do you like it better because you heard it from a spanish yes, announcer yes
0: i like that clip very very much <laughs> i like that clip how many times did he say tush push like
3: so he was ready yes he was like oh we got a word tush push
0: you know what and could happen coming. for the golden knights to score more they need a few tush pushes ah
3: i uh, mean thanks so much transition <laughs> Joining us now from the Review Journal is Chris Box, Ben transition. Uh Ben, do the Golden Knights need to find their version of the tush push to score?
4: Listen, I think they got to try just about anything at this <laughs> point. So Bruce Cassidy wants to spend his bye week and then his time in uh, sunny Florida this weekend coming up with exotic ways to push the puck into the net. I don't think any of the players uh, can complain when they come back. They've tried a lot of things at this point. I don't think they can throw out anything uh, as unconventional right now.
3: What is wrong with their goal scoring? Obviously Mark Stone's out, but I, I think it's deeper than that. Why are they struggling so much to score?
4: I mean, obviously it doesn't help when a lot of the guys that you're counting on besides Mark Stone decide to slump at the exact same time. I mean, it's nuts. He's even split a lot of these guys up on three separate lines, but still the droughts kind of continue for um, Riley Smith at 12 games, Chandler Stevenson 10, Jonathan so 9, though he has had a couple assists in the stretch, Jack Eichel 8. I mean, if basically four out of your top six forwards all decide to not score at the same time, it's going to be really hard for you as a team offensively. And I think kind of the ironic thing is for the Knights, they've gotten the secondary scoring that you would think they would need to get through a stretch like this where they haven't needed, you know, Jack Eichel to put up three points a game to win some of these games that they've fallen short. And they haven't needed a huge goal scoring pair from one of these guys. Just one more goal could have done wonders for them in games like Saturdays where William Carrier is really carrying the team on the third line or against the devils where they get a really good goal. From Ben Hutton. They're getting the kind of down the lineup contributions that most teams would ask for in a stretch like this when you're missing a key player like Mark Stone. It's the top guys that haven't stepped up and done their part. And I'm sure that's what has to be obviously the really frustrating part for those guys, but the really frustrating part for, you know, Bruce Cassidy and his staff as well, where these are all veteran scorers that have done a lot in this league and should be able to get themselves going and they just haven't been able to do so when the team has really needed them.
0: Uh, asked us earlier, from what you know about Eichel, does he respond well to criticism, open criticism?
4: Of himself, I don't necessarily know that he's a guy that takes a lot of that in because he's definitely the type of person that is way harder on himself than even, I think, a lot of other people kind of surrounding him. Are obviously Bruce Cassidy in this last homestand, you know, made some pretty pointed comments about how you know Eichel needs to be better, and I don't think that necessarily changes Jack's mindset or necessarily takes him off guard. I mean, he's a guy who's insanely competitive. I mean, you see it in practice where if his team is losing a three on three drill, he is sulking, he is upset, he is not happy. He's not one of those guys that even kind of revels in the you know the competition, the back and forth, like a guy like Mark So, who Well, obviously trash-talk his teammates on the ice and is very competitive, wants to win every drill, but has fun with it, you know, likes the banter aspect. Eichel doesn't do that. Eichel just sees if he is not uh, having a good time in a practice or in a drill, and I think he has a lot of that inward drive, inward competitiveness. So I don't think the external noise kind of affects him all that much, Uh, but certainly I think part of the reason why he is probably slumping right now is he is – putting all that extra pressure on himself to be the guy when the team has needed to be. And it obviously wasn't you know, a very healthy way for him to do that because he hasn't broken out of his slump.
3: Does he have any social media he can delete like Logan Thompson?
4: Not as far as I'm aware. I think he does, he does have a Twitter and Instagram, but they are uh, seldom used. I think the last time you would see a post from Jack Eichel, I don't think it would be in this uh, past calendar Year So I don't know if, uh, deleting those apps would have the same emotional effects on him as it did to press Logan Thompson, who was a little bit more, uh, online than his teammates.
3: The Pacific has gotten really, really tight going into the all-star break. Gold Knights are no longer in first Seattle is given the lack of goal scoring, given the injury concern to Mark stone. How confident are you that after the all-star break the Golden Knights are going to make the playoffs?
4: Still fairly confident, but obviously this is the part where you should have been a hundred percent confident that this team was going to make the playoffs at this point when they started thirteen and two. The fact that it is not only just a discussion that they might make or miss the playoffs, but a pretty realistic discussion, I think, has to be incredibly disappointing for this team given the kind of lead they gave themselves and how they have now given it all back at the all-star break, because there is reason to believe a lot of these teams can catch them. Seattle's already out in front. They have the NHL's second easiest remaining schedule. Calgary's five points back of the Knights, but with the game in hand, they have the NHL's third easiest schedule. Edmonton's only uh, two points back to the game in hand. They have an easy schedule. LA has an easy schedule. You know, we wouldn't expect all four of those teams to necessarily get hot, and pass the Knights, and certainly you expect at some point a lot of these veteran scorers for the Knights are going to break out of their slumps, be more productive, and this team will do a lot better than the 1-5-2 stretch they had before the break. Uh, but we saw it happen last year, where now that you're in this kind of precarious position in the standings, just a couple injuries or a couple things that go the wrong way uh, could easily leave the Knights with the same fate that they had last year and like i said it got very disappointing for them given that this really shouldn't have been a discussion point at the all-star break given the cushion they had given themselves throughout the year and the fact they were in first place in the pacific the first 106 games of the season before falling to second after that loss to the new york rangers on friday
0: uh i know he's an all-star but uh he's been critical of himself recently If they do make a playoff push, are you confident that Logan Thompson is good enough to be the goalie that takes them there?
4: I think the key phrase there is good enough, right? Do I think that Logan Thompson can carry this team to a playoff berth if the offense keeps slumping? Probably not. Do I think he's been certainly good enough in the last handful of games for the Knights that they could easily have won three out of the last four if they had scored three goals instead of one or two in a lot of them? Yeah, I do. I think he actually was fairly good. That road trip, for the most part, his game against the Devils, I thought was excellent, even though that's the game where he really beat himself up for. He made 33 saves. The goals that he gave up were on two deflections close to the net and then a 93-mile-per-hour one-timer right from the slot from Dougie Hamilton. I think it's hard to fault him on any of those. And then against the New York Islanders, he gives up one more than Semyon Varlamov, but that was an awesome goalie duel. Both those guys were playing really well. And so I certainly think Thompson is far down the list of blame for that loss as well. Um, and obviously hasn't been, I think, as high as he was coming out of the gate. He had that 943 save percentage in October, which was fifth best in the NHL. Uh, he's been more around kind of the, you know, 909, 908 range uh, since then, which isn't awful. That's still above league average, but it's not. Rate, but I think the Knights with the lineup they've constructed the blue line they have and the system that Cassidy runs should be able to you know be good enough if they get slightly above average goaltending like Thompson has given them lately it's kind of the other parts of the team around him that have slipped lately and he's not going to be good enough on his own as a rookie goaltender in the NHL to overcome that so I think he's been like I said good enough but The other parts of the team need to step up if they're going to make a playoff push.
3: Which Golden Knights are you lining up behind the quarterback to provide the tush push?
4: Ooh, that's a phenomenal question. I mean, William Carey has got that great lower body strength, right? I feel like you definitely need him in there need Keegan Colasar for the scrappiness. Like, he'll poke an eye out, I feel, if it gets the team a couple extra yards. We just need a touchdown. Part. We don't I mean, need an eye out. Ben. We don't know what happens in these scrums. <laughs> you know, which just all it's a mess of entanglement in there. I want a guy who I know is going to fight for all the extra hidden yards that goes in there. I think I've got, actually, quite a few good candidates in kind of the bottom six. And, of course, you need Nick Hague in there just for the size, you know, probably reach out over the first down marker. Or whatever. So they've got some good candidates. I think really that if Cassidy spent some time on the whiteboard here, he could devise something good out of this.
3: All right. Remind me not to play in any sporting event against Ben because he might poke my eyes out, because that's apparently the goal here when we're trying to get a yard. All right. He's Ben Goats from the Review Journal. Ben, as always, we appreciate Thanks, it.
4: Thanks, Ben. Thanks, guys. Hey, whatever it takes.
3: Oh boy. He's coming. He's Keegan Kolasar is out there instructed to poke people's eyes out. <laughs> By tush Ben Goats. Yes, on the Tush Push. So there's Ben goats from the Review Journal on the Golden Knights, who again still in a playoff spot in the Pacific, but are trailing the Seattle Kraken for first place in the division as we head to the All-Star Break. And right now, we got tickets to give away. If you want to go see the Black Crows at the Pearl at the Palms, we got a pair of tickets for the show on Friday, or yeah, on Friday, February 10th, 702 364 1100 That's the phone number if you want to go see the Black Crows at the Pearl of the Palms. Be caller number 8 right now at 702-364-1100.
1: Trying to buy some time on that bad ankle. Moving to his right. He is now scrambling, and he's going to get a first down. And now gets hit late! He gets hit late! He gets hit late! Mahomes gets hit late! It'll be a 15-yard penalty on top of the gain. And the gain should be bound to the 35-yard line. Placement is down. Kick is up. The spinning kick, high, floating in the air, and it is good. Good.
0: From 45 yards away, Townsend, the punter, is the holder. Looks back at Butker. Butker is ready. Now the snap, the placement, the kick
1: is up, and it is ah. good. Ah. Three seconds remaining, and the Kansas City Chiefs have a
4: three-point lead, 23 to 20. You're locked in the press box.
3: What do you think? uh, I know that's a radio call, but if that had been like a TV call, or even if it was in a stadium, what is the closed captioning for
2: Uh, UGH? I think there's two U's. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What if it's a... You elongate vowels. If
3: it were to happen during like a live performance that had a sign language, uh, I don't know what their title is. What what do you do in sign language if somebody goes? Ah.
0: <laughs> I think you make the the like gag, like the <laughs> gag. <laughs> 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 there was one. Like, ah. I think I showed you the tape of when Syslac was talking one time, and he had the sign language lady up there, and and the guy rushed Syslac, and she didn't know how to sign. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> that right. Great. What's yes. not awesome? She Not that he know. rushed them, but yeah. it was just like she was trying to figure out what to sign, right? And her face was like,
2: "Oh no, what's happening? How and do she I, didn't... how do I <laughs> sign an attack on the governor? Yeah, how do I sign this?" <laughs> she was she was signing, help me, but she was actually saying, "No, no, no help me." Yes, yes,
3: yes. exactly. Uh, do you guys think that Eagles punter Brett Kern's punt hit the wire of the SkyCam? No,
0: I couldn't see on TV. I want to say no uh
3: seth walder tweets out the fun dot videos you know where they just show all the players right. and where the ball is right and just based on the dots it looks like the ball changes trajectory just randomly in the air which would suggest it hit something uh i have two
2: questions one where was the sky cam during the punt also couldn't they just go to the sky cam and go yeah it definitely went up and down right. well, that well, would have been but also, how
3: does Fox not have a replay angle that shows right. the football in the air that we could actually yeah. see if it hit something? Maybe you can't see the wire on the camera angle, but we'd at least be able to see. Oh, You'd be yeah, able to see the football. The change. ball stopped and went yeah. the opposite yeah. direction in midair. Like, how did Fox not yeah. have
0: that? And they've got a billion camera
3: angles. Right, and it was funny because the refs had to kind of review it because if it, I guess if it hits something, they it's a they redo the down. Right. And they came on and like, we could not confirm yeah, that the ball <laughs> hit the wire. First down, 49ers. <laughs> it was like, okay, we really can't see that. Of all the things, we, can't, we don't have an angle of that. It reminded me of, remember, the Patriots-Raiders game when Keelan Cole's foot was probably out of bounds on that right. touchdown, but the best camera angle was from, like, section 324. I was like, all right, we can't tell from section 324, so the touchdown stands. How do we have better camera angles? What are we doing here?
0: NFL billion dollars.
2: Right. We got chips in the football, but we don't use them. Yeah, that's that was that was one of the better ones from the Chiefs game. The he reaches out, he crosses the the line and then they're like, yeah, no, we'll just set it over here. Right. The ball has a freaking (laughs) chip in it. Where's the chip? Perfect time (laughs) to use
1: the chip. Does the chip sensor if the ball hits something? actually there it probably be, there's
2: should pylons yeah. that there are pylons that have a camera in it that point directly across. Just put a friggin'
1: laser. No, no, he's
3: talking about the punt.
1: Oh. Yeah. The if chip the, if, would, the, if, the, if the chip, chip probably registers knows. like a hard hit or something yeah. and it hits the wire, the chip should spike. I oh mean, man.
3: I'm pretty sure the Start chip getting. the chip has like a X and Y axis of where the football is at all times. If that suddenly changed. I'm sure. I'm sure the chip could tell us what the expected trajectory of the punt was.
1: They'll just say it was a gust of wind <laughs> <laughs> that changed trajectory. <laughs> yeah, we saw the punt going to the right, but then a big gust of wind pushed it to the left. It's all right. No wires.
0: So degenerate, Danny. You uh, you didn't do well this week, did you? No, no. The degenerate that, went down in
1: smoke. That that Purdy injury hurt me pretty bad. oh no, he could still win rookie year. It's not even that like I had Kittle to score a touchdown. Josh Johnson couldn't do anything. And then when Purdy came back, couldn't throw the ball. Uh, I had over in the game total, which was cooked. And I think the only one in that game I ended up actually hitting was uh, McCaffrey's rushing total. I
3: think the Eagles pass defense is what ruined their pass rush is what ruined you
1: and Josh Johnson. <laughs> I don't know if the
3: 49ers do anything on offense that entire game.
1: I think they first of all they only even attempted I think it was like 18 passes in the whole game. Yeah, two that in the doesn't, second half. That Purdy. doesn't happen if Purdy plays the whole game.
3: Right. But you saw right. what happened when he did attempt to pass. He got hurt because he got hit. And it yeah. was a fumble and a turnover to the Eagles.
1: If they did that more, more of that would have happened. But that you could say that about anything. Anytime somebody gets hit and they fumble the ball, you could say, oh, if they got hit that same exact way more throughout the game, the same thing would happen. That, But yeah, only, how does
3: that disprove my argument?
1: Because one play, if he didn't get hurt and stayed in the game, that one play wouldn't like, you can't say, oh, it would have just kept happening. I'm not, For not the saying he would have fumbled a hundred
3: times. I'm saying the Eagles led the NFL in sacks. They would have continued to hit Brock Purdy. They would have he gotten would
1: to him, not, sure, but he it would, would not have been a had a good day. It would have been a different outcome. I don't think they lose by different 24. Outcome?
0: Oh, okay. You don't think they win?
1: Well, they lose I by wanted 20. them to win because I can't stand the Eagles. No, why don't I you had, do think I had the Niners teased up to eight and a half. So they just need to not lose by more than eight.
3: I do not believe they covered eight and a half, even if Purdy plays the whole. Oh, Purdy with a healthy elbow plays the whole game. I do. For sure, it is the only good pass. They played two good pass rushes the entire year. The Cowboys and the Eagles immediately got hurt. By the way, are you wearing a shirt that has a jacket that has a drawstring but no hood? Yes. What is the drawstring for? How
1: is that possible? It it just goes around the neck. We talk
2: more about Danny's clothes because he wears the
1: weirdest crap. I got it for Christmas. What do you just sometimes want to feel your
2: uh,
3: your neck choked a little bit? Um, Don't answer that question. (laughs) Uh, Don't answer that, Tyler. I may need to send you some links. 10,
0: 9, 8.